Hi friends, jumping on before the start of the episode to ask for your help. Since I started this podcast four years ago, I have been dreaming of a place for us to gather, a place where we can practice some of the things that are shared here on the podcast, a place where you and I can meet gaze to gaze, heart to heart, and a place where we can share our experiences of enriching our lives through the wisdom of the body and expanding our pleasure through the wonder of the senses. I would love to hear your voice and your vision in writing this next chapter of Come to Your Senses. Go to schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey to contribute your ideas, give your feedback on which topics you burn with the most passion to hear about, and let's create a beautiful sanctuary together. Schoolofsensualliving.com slash survey. I will see you there. Hello, and welcome to the Come to Your Senses podcast. I'm your host, embodiment-based coach, Mary Lofgren. Here, we explore how to live bravely and beautifully through a lifestyle of embodiment. You'll hear gems to empower you around mindset, mindfulness, somatic psychology, and neuroscience, as well as beauty, food, style, and the art of slow living to meet your soul through the senses. I am so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Hello and welcome to Come to Your Senses. It is my delight to have you as a guest in my audio drawing room today because what we're here to talk about is an artisanal approach to health and happiness and embodiment inspired by the magic of Italy. Some of the most memorable times in my life have been in Italy. I've taught several embodiment and sensual living retreats in Tuscany. I've also been to several parts of Italy to visit. And one of the reasons that these times are so memorable is because they are times where I have felt the most in my body. You know, Italy is the birthplace of the Renaissance and pizza and pasta and gelato and golden olive oil and all of these sensual, simple pleasures. I mean, focaccia, come on. (laughs) And so in today's episode, I am going to be bringing you a few gems to begin your own personal renaissance when it comes to how you approach health and caring and tending for your body in your day-to-day. And speaking of the Renaissance, I have been drenching myself in art and figs and all of these extraordinary simple pleasures this week as I've been preparing for Ravish, which is an evening of art and embodiment that I will be hosting on Wednesday, November 9th, 
which will be tomorrow at the time that this recording is published at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. You can RSVP to claim a free front row seat at schoolofsensualliving.com slash ravish, or you can click the link below this episode. This episode is really inspired by Ravish because at Ravish, what we'll be talking about is creating a life well-savored and bringing some of these principles of art that include innovation and creativity and existential drama. (laughs) If you're somebody who frequently experiences inner existential drama, this is the place for you. You're going to learn how to play the symphony of your own emotional orchestra at this event. And this event is not just going to be informational in that it will be teaching you new things, but it will also be experiential because throughout the evening, you are going to experience art and the way in which art and beauty has the ability to change everything about you without you having to change a thing. There will be guest performers, there will be poetry, there will be music, there will be dance, and I am so excited to have you as my guest, schoolofsensualliving.com slash ravish to RSVP yes with pleasure. So where we're going to begin with our gems today, and if this is your first time coming to your senses, coming to the Come to Your Senses podcast, gems are these little gems and jewels of wisdom that I have acquired in walking my own path of embodiment and and celebrating the everyday sensual as a devotional path. And so I encourage you to hold these gems up to the light to see if they resonate as truth with you in your body and take them with you on your journey. And we're going to begin with some black onyx, (laughs) some labradorite, deeply shadowed labradorite by looking at what might not be working in your current approach to health and happiness. When we look at great artists and Italians in general, there's a real love of drama and conflict and conflict and this longing within, embracing the longing within as the origin point for all great art. And one of the greatest missteps, I think, in creating an artful life is expecting perfection and avoiding pain. I was just speaking with a client this morning, and we were talking about an area of her life that she wants to shift. And when I asked her a few questions about it, she went straight to the solution and 
the solution here seemed like it was a change in behavior. So I'm doing this. Answer, do this. (laughs) You know, which makes a lot of sense. And from an approach of pure logic, that is the solution. But what pure logic doesn't take into account is the full wheel of your embodied intelligence, your patterns, your habits, the ways in which your emotions are laced into that neural network, the physical body experiences that you've had, your energy levels at that moment, all of these different elements play a role in the ecosystem of you and the things that you do. And so in this coaching with my client, we worked on really moving below the layers of behavior down into some of the deeper layers of emotion and the beliefs that were being acted out and the decisions that were being made about her and who she is and her identity that were showing up in her behavior. And that cleared the path to do things differently. And so as that pertains to today's gem, if there are aspects of your life that feel less than artisanal and you'd like to change that, begin by allowing that awareness to land in your body. The way that I like to think of it is when I'm in fixer mode, it's almost like my brain is a flute playing twittery high notes. <laughs> it's very irritating. And when I welcome in the whole experience and take a look beneath the layers of the twittery flute, and I welcome in the oboe and the bass drum and the lower keys on the piano, it's a much richer experience. And one thing I know about things I would call artisanal is that they tend to be very rich in nature. The next gem is one of my favorite sayings about richness and creation, and that is time takes time. So when it comes to artisanal experiences, these tend to be handcrafted, bespoke, meaningful, small batch types of things. And when I think about health and happiness, these are things that are worth investing your time in. And they're also things that when there is a scheme to speed them up, I'm always very, very suspicious. One of the things that I'll be sharing at Ravish this Wednesday night is a brand new offering that I am so excited about. My cup bubbleth over. And what I'm really excited about in it is that it's a group program. It's a small coterie of fellows, and it takes place over six languorous months. You know, I've both offered and participated in containers that are 
two weeks or six weeks, and they can be really powerful. But I find that short-term changes kind of act more like a rocket that takes off really quick and has a lot of intensity and burns out, whereas slower, more evenly paced, ongoing experiences create a much more sustainable kind of change. I'm learning that in fostering a dog right now, Penny. She's sleeping right next to me, and she likes to wrap herself completely in a blanket like a burrito, and then she heavy breathes inside the burrito, and it's adorable. But anyway, I started fostering her uh, about a week ago, and on the first day that I got her home, skittish, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work out, you know, and they sent me a link to fill out a foster report card. And they said, fill this out once your pup is fully settled in and she shows her true personality. And I just loved that because it was such a great reminder that time takes time and that Penny needs time to feel safe with me and to have some sort of security in her life that has been very inconsistent and insecure up until this point. The next gem I'm calling Move Your Way to a Masterpiece. It's a little cheesy, but bear with me. So earlier today, I was preparing for Ravish, and there's the absolute rapturous excitement for this event. And also, there is the abject terror (laughs) that comes from expansion. This is a much higher level event than I have ever hosted in an online capacity. And with that expansion, there's the saying, new level, new devil. And today, as I was writing, I was feeling really blocked. And Penny is a hound medium-sized hound, and she needs to run and chase and walk like 40 to 80 minutes a day. And I was sitting there in, not just in block, but like in freeze. And Penny was looking up at me with her needle nose and big brown eyes. And I was like, ah, screw it. I'll just take her on a walk. And so I drove her to a trail and after just 15 or 20 minutes of moving my limbs, it was like new oxygen not only got to my brain, but it got to my soul. The creative clouds parted and I got clarity about what I was seeking clarity on. And I remember all the times I've been in Italy my favorite memories are strolling through the cobblestone streets and scaling the steep hills of the Amalfi Coast and hiking down Mont Blanc in the summer through fields of wildflowers that put Sound of Music to shame. And those are also the times where I remember experiencing the deepest moments of what my friend Elizabeth calls revelatory grace, where that 
mysterious beauty that we call grace that I experienced today when the creative clouds parted reveals itself. And I know for me, when I'm in that state of tension and frustration, I am a lonely hunter lost in the woods, trying desperately to find it and capture it. And when I do something as simple as walk and breathe and move my body, all of a sudden grace reveals itself. And the final gem is simply beginning at the end. There is this amazing quality to Italians of relaxation, ability to be in the pleasure of the present moment, and the prioritization of simple pleasures like family and great food and homemaking and beautiful art and agriculture. And it reminds me of a story of a person in the story. It's the businessman and the fisherman. And for the sake of our story today, we're going to say the business person and the fisher person. (laughs) And so the business person sees the fisher person and the fisher person, the fisher, let's just say the fisher. The fisher has several beautiful fish and the business person says, wow, you know, you've really got something there. How long did that take you? And the fisher says, you know, not that long. And the business person is very interested in what that fisher does with their time. And the fisher says, I play the guitar with my friends. I take walks with my spouse. I play with my grandchildren. And the business person goes on to explain all these ways that the fisher could make an empire with their fishing and make millions and employ multiple ships, etc., etc. And the fisher says, well, how long would that take? And the business person says about, you know, 20 years to make millions. And the fisher says, well, well, what would I do then? And the business person says, well, you have all this time to play the guitar and (laughs) play with your grandkids. And, you know, and so you get the essence of the story, which is that if richness and connection and art and beauty and poetry and an artisanal essence is what you're seeking in your life, then what if you just started there? What if, once again, instead of jumping to a change in behavior, you slow down to experience the artisanal nature of a deep inhale and exhale. Perhaps you'd like to leave your phone at home when you go out to dinner with a friend or when you sit down to dinner with your family. Whenever we want to change something about ourselves or about our lives, usually the motive behind that change is more love more belonging, and more connection. And so rather than waiting for that feeling to appear 
once you reach a destination, I invite you to drop those words that we have frequented in this episode, like artisanal and bespoke, boutique, sumptuous, gelato. Dropping those into your body, allow them to perfume your experience and still making the changes that you want to make, but beginning at the end. And so my loves, it has been ravishing to share all of this with you. I have so much fun creating these episodes and these episodes are the tip of the iceberg. I don't even really like that expression. These episodes are the first petal to fall off a blooming, bodacious rose in comparison to what you will experience when you join us for Ravish, an evening of art and embodiment. You can head to schoolofsensualliving.com slash ravish, or click the link below this episode. It will be recorded and made available for a limited time. So even if you can't make it live, although I suggest and insist that you do everything within your power to make it because there's just nothing more artisanal than a live experience of art. But if you can't make it, sign up anyway, and we will send you the playback with our compliments. Thank you so much for listening today, and I will see you next time. Ciao. Would you like to live your life as a masterpiece in creation rather than a project to complete? If so, join us for Ravish evening of art and embodiment. The beauty of this night will change you without you having to change a thing. Come and make your life a masterpiece at schoolofsensualliving.com slash ravish or click the link below this episode. I can't wait to see you there.